0: Now, David Fiorazzo.
1: Good morning, brothers and sisters in Christ, the remnant of true Bible-believing Christians. Thank you so much for tuning in to this edition of Stand Up For The Truth podcast. We appreciate you guys sharing, uh, praying for this ministry, supporting us. And uh, wow, we have a very important show today. I'm going to give a report on the Liberty Pastors Conference I just got back from Uh, Edmond, Oklahoma. It was phenomenal. Of course, I have a lot to share and some very important uh, information on future conferences, but also how we are going to connect with some of these patriot pastors across the country. Exciting times, friends, but at the same time, trying times in America. There are things going on that uh, we we need to be up to speed on. So before we do anything else, let's just open up in prayer right now and ask God for his help. Lord, Uh, Thank you, Father in heaven, for giving us another day. God, we recognize you are sovereign over all things. You created the world. You created mankind. You created each one of us. And for those of us in Christ who have been chosen by you to go and bear fruit, you have a purpose for our lives. And you have a mission for each one of us in our spheres of influence. So I pray in Jesus' name, Lord, God, please, Complete the work that you began in each one of us. And for every person that's listening right now, that's hearing this, please bless them, encourage their heart, encourage them in the faith, strengthen them in the name of Jesus, give them wisdom for these last days that we're living in, and bless them spirit, soul, and body in the name of Jesus. And, Father, bring patriots to us, bring believers in Christ who are willing to fight the good fight of faith and Those who are willing to not be silent any longer, bring them into our lives. Let us align and partner with those who want to impact our culture, our country, and this world for the living word of the only true God. We praise you, Jesus. Thank you for the truth. Thank you that we can stand on you as the foundation of our faith, the cornerstone. And we lift this time up to you and this day that you have made. Great is your faithfulness. In Jesus' name, Amen. Um, well, guys, before we get into uh, the conference, uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. Um, we're gonna let me just tell you about an event coming up in about a week or so. Last less, less than a week, next Wednesday, critical race theory, divisive Marxist teachings, coming to a school near you. If you're in the area of Green Bay, De Pier, the Town Hall of Lawrence, Wisconsin. Dr. Duke Pesta, director of Freedom Project Academy and the host of The Dr. Duke Show. He's a tenured professor at the University of Wisconsin-Oshkosh. He's going to address why CRT is so poisonous to our children and why it is revolting for the state to indoctrinate students into what what in reality are divisive Marxist belief systems. That's next Wednesday, August 4th, 7 p.m. to 9, the town hall, in Lawrence, very little town, in De Pere, just south of Green Bay, Wisconsin. So, critical race theory, you need to know about these Marxist teachings and what it's all about. Information, uh, I got this from Wisconsin Conservative Coalition, um, wi-cc.com. Go to their calendar, wi-cc.com. I'll put that in today's podcast notes at standardforthetruth.com. We Thanks, Senator Rand Paul, for pushing back against criminal or pushing for a criminal investigation into Anthony Fauci. Rand Paul says, "quote He lied to Congress." So there's an article at RecoverAmericaNow.org. Rand Paul pushes for criminal investigation into Anthony Fauci, the globalist, uh, the Democrat, the progressive, Anthony Fauci, who is. I don't know how he got to be one of these ringleaders in you know, health policy and, and, and po- government policy in America, but it's dangerous, friends. So thank you again, Senator Rand Paul and those who are trying to push back against this. So now, <laughs> before we get into um, the Liberty Pastors conference report that I just got back from and, and share with you some of— what we talked about and you're going to hear a little clip of who were I was actually there not only to take into the conference but I was able to record some brief podcast segments which we will play next week but I want to share with you my badge of honor that I just found out this morning my author page David Fiorazzo on Facebook has been what what do they call it it's been disabled I've I've already been suppressed and censored recently demonetized uh, six ads for my new book, "Canceling Christianity," were rejected on uh, Facebook, so I can no longer do anything on there. But this morning I woke up to the fact that I was now not able to post anymore. So, I, and with no explanation and no advance warning, the page, my author page, Facebook.com/slash David Fiorazzo, it's still visible right now but I can no longer post, at the moment anyway, no explanation. So what I shared last night was a um, presentation by Dr. Lee Merritt. She was with America's Frontline Doctors. She was one of the speakers at the conference I attended. She agreed to an interview on this podcast, Dr. Lee Merritt. That's going to come up in a few weeks. But she did a presentation at Fairview Baptist Church. Look up that Facebook page, Fairview Baptist Church, Edmond, Oklahoma. Last or Wednesday night, she did a uh, presentation on COVID, lockdowns, the shot, and everything else. Information that you will not hear anywhere else. I shared it yesterday on my author page on Facebook. Actually, on both of my pages, I did, but they shut down my author page. So I'm asking you again for help if you would go and share information about my book or about my. Uh, posts on social media I I shared it on Twitter. I shared it on Instagram. I put it on clout hub um, My videos on YouTube. I don't know how much longer I'll be able to be uh, posting videos on YouTube Travis our producer here at standard for the truth helped me transfer all of my videos So now I am over on rumble if you were on rumble, you can find me there rumble. I believe it's rumble.com um, so that my videos are there now um I returned Wednesday night from Edmond, Oklahoma. I was able to participate in a two-day Liberty Pastors Boot Camp. You've heard a lot about these men over the last year here on this podcast as religious freedom has become one of the most important issues. Not the most. Of course, salvation and the truth of Jesus Christ and the gospel are the most important and the freedom to be able to share that, which is now we're being threatened, right, our speech. But these, uh, the Liberty Pastors, this uh, the freedoms we have are being restricted. Um, anyway, Sunday evening, last Sunday, began with uh, Pastor Paul Blair to not compartmentalize our Christianity. In other words, think of it as a picnic plate. Picture a picnic plate with the three or four sections, right? We've tended to com- compartmentalize home life as a Christian, work life or career, Finances, entertainment, politics. We tend to separate all these. Well, my question to you is, what part of your life is Jesus Christ not Lord over? If he is Lord over every area of your life, then wipe out those divisions and that picnic plate compartmentalization of Christianity, and we've got to be active and vocal and influential in every part of our life. So the purpose of the pastor's training, Liberty Pastors, was to prepare pastors to go back to their congregations in their towns in whatever state they live in and properly not only teach the whole counsel of God, that's a given, it should be sound doctrine, but to address current cultural issues that are confronting the church today and always do this from a biblical perspective. So some of the topics included our Christian heritage as a nation, The Black-robed Regiment, Early Christian History, and and Critical Race Theory, the COVID-19 Pandemic, the Marxist, Black Lives Matter Organization, the Equality Act Threat, which we're going to talk about next segment. Um, What else? The New World Order, which Alex Newman shared about. Apologetics. Um, the, The conference ended with Dr. Rick Scarborough of Recover America Now. He gave the final address and extended an invitation to pastors to sign a commitment to step up and lead, because leaders lead. We not only teach as pastors, we not only equip the saints for ministry, we not only shepherd the flock, but we lead. If you're a pastor, we lead. The next boot camp, by the way, I'll put this link in our podcast notes at StandUpForTheTruth.com. It is in Houston, Texas, September 12th through the 15th. Details at libertypastors.com. I beg you, get this information to your pastor. The the worst that could happen is he could say no and think you're a radical for for sharing such things. You want Christians to be involved in politics and to talk about these things outside of church walls? How dare you? (laughs) How dare you, as Greta Thunberg would say. How dare you? Um, So the first 200 pastors who sign up for this three-day boot camp, September 12th through the 15th, will receive a $2,000 package at this resort in Houston for $199 registration fee. Did you hear that? For the pastor, your pastor and his wife can go to this conference and be educated and informed and challenged and encouraged for $199, that's the registration fee, and I'm telling you, this resort, the hotel rooms alone are probably $200 a night, one night. So, so for $199, you get three nights at this hotel and six meals and free education from Liberty Pastors. Go to libertypastors.com, look up the Houston um, Boot Camp uh, Pastors training, and that's going to be September 12th through the 15th. We will put that. In the podcast notes at standupforthetruth.com. Now, I'm going to share a little bit about um, who you're going to hear a little clip from in two minutes from now. Um, next week, you will hear full podcasts with these all put together. Some of the people that I met in Oklahoma, I recorded brief uh, podcast segments. First, of course, we all know Alex Newman. We just heard a rebroadcast the other day. Um, we, he's been on this podcast many times. He's an award-winning journalist, The New American, Liberty Sentinel, Freedom Project Media, Epic Times, and others. Also, I met Daniel Nevejas. He goes by Bishop Nevejas. He's a pastor, pro-life activist. He's a leader in the fight against abortion. He's a chairman of Republican Party's 3rd conge- Congressional District in Oklahoma. He also believes states must use their authority to abolish abortion, because it's not going to happen any other way. Did you hear that? Wait till you hear in just a minute what he says about the back and forth between the pro-life and the pro-choicers, the, the, those who would stand up for life in the womb and those who would murder unborn human children, babies in the womb. Wait till you hear what he says. The, the, the politics are going to go on. They could go on forever, back and forth. And I'll talk about more of that in a minute. And Dran Reese, I met Dran Reese. She's the founder and president of the Salt and Light Council, plus other initiatives uh, the content of character series, homeschooling movement, biblical voter. They offer training and support for churches and pastors ready to become Salt and Light advocates in education, media, and government. And I had the pleasure to meet Dr. James Taylor, uh, JT. He's a senior pastor of Christ's Church in Norman, Oklahoma. He's been there apparently for about 40 years. James has authored two books. One of them is called It's Biblical, Not Political. And he also has a brand-new DVD. Um, We are going to be interviewing him in just a few weeks, but you will hear a 20-minute segment from him next week um, on the dangers of critical race theory. We'll hear a clip from him in a couple seconds here. And then Pastor Dan Fisher... Uh, Fairview Baptist Church, Edmond, Oklahoma. He's an author, speaker, leader. He was a congressional representative in Oklahoma for a couple terms. He also ran for governor there. He's a leader in the black-robed regiment, uh, patriot Pastors. So you're going to hear brief clips from each one of these right now. We'll, you'll hear the full podcast next week. But I just want to give you a taste of some of the information, the topics, and the men and women of God that we're going to bring you next week on Stand Up for the Truth.
2: In the meantime, Satan has a cheap imitation, and uh, we see his minions, some of them consciously, I think some of them not so consciously, advocating for this one world system. And they're doing it openly. Uh, I mean, if you listen, they don't tell you about it on the news. They won't talk about it in your newspaper, but I showed a ton of clips in, uh, in my talk proving that they are open about this. They're going on, on television sometimes. They When they're having their own little conferences, they, they brag about this. And I, I think the real crux of the message is we need to understand that the, the Bible and Christ himself made clear there are really only two options. And, and Jesus put it twice in, this, in the Gospels. He's quoted as saying that you're either with me or you're against me. And when you look at the individuals and the organizations that are involved in the pursuit of this counterfeit globalism, this anti-Christ globalism, what you'll find is that they are involved in very, very weird things. They do strange rituals. You you can see the fruit that they produce. It's clearly not of Christ. And so that only leaves one option. (laughs) They are against Christ. And when you understand that, and when you understand that the Bible describes a reality where it's a fact that there is a spiritual battle going on, that there are powers and there are principalities, when you understand all that, you start to recognize that this diabolical effort to build a one-world government is anti-Christian to the core. And I think Christians have an obligation to, at the very least, have no fellowship with it, to expose it, to reprove it, and, uh, and to understand what God's Word says about it.
3: So this is the political hamster wheel that we go around. This is what happens every year. The, the pro-lifers, they write a law. They pass a law. As soon as that law gets passed and signed by the governor, the Democrats and the left, and they go out, look what the pro-life should do. Look what the Republicans are doing. Look, They're, they're taking away our women's rights. So they go and do a huge fundraiser and they say, we got to push back. we got to push back. And then what happens is that bill will sit there and it really does nothing. So like right now in Oklahoma, we had a bill passed and signed by our governor, which was the medical licensure bill that said if any abortionist performed an abortion, they would have their license route taken away mm-hmm. as a doctor because states li- give licensing to doctors. Yeah that's been almost six months. No license have been pulled. We've added two more abortion clinics in that time frame, so we went to three abortion clinics to five. We went from 25 to 35 babies a day to 35 to 45 babies being murdered a day, and there's four more abortion clinics being sent to Oklahoma to be put together in the next two years.
4: And we need to train our children in biblical worldview. It says for us it's the parents' responsibility to train their children up with the way they should go. Nowhere in the Bible does it say, turn your kids over to some government indoctrination camp and let somebody else that you don't know work on their minds. So the point of all of this, if we're going to see America survive and thrive, it's to get our children back. In fact, it was Lenin and the Marxists who said, just give me one generation of youth and I will transform a nation. Now that we understand that, that they have been after us and have been slipping in through all the institutions and using a variety of different uh, courses that they're trying to cram through our children in the public schools, like, number one, get rid of prayer, number two, get rid of Bible, which were Supreme Court decisions, and then what after you have complete ownership and the parents just for some reason think it's a rite of passage to send your kids off to a public school, now we can start indoctrinating them with any form of thought that we want. And frankly folks, your children are going to walk away ill-equipped, uninformed Mm -hmm. and confused. And they may not survive understanding that they are made in the image of God.
3: I've been called the worst by God, a sinner. And I've been called the best by God, my child. So anything anybody says falls somewhere in between. So they can't hurt me by what they call me. And so if your listeners will get to a place in their personal life, with their walk with their father in heaven, that they believe that same thing, not just believe it, but act upon it, Mm -hmm. then what they're called can't hurt them. They cannot be hurt by this. We have a responsibility to protect the innocent, to protect children. We're not doing that. We're allowing our children to be brainwashed in our government schools. Mm -hmm. We're having vaccines forced on them. They're they're
1: being exposed to sexual information that they're not even old enough to process. We're allowing little children to change genders without parental consent. What in the world else needs to happen before shepherds of their congregation say "Enough." Enough. enough That's right, that's right. Enough is enough, Christian friends and freedom-loving American citizens. We've got a lot more to talk about, including how sanitized socialism leads to communist policy. That's what we're seeing in the land of the free. Did you ever think we'd be here? Plus, the Equality Act, how this could change America, and some doctors raising awareness on ivermectin treatment for COVID-19 and a little bit more about the conference when we come back on Stand Up For The Truth. Your monthly financial support
0: of StandUpForTheTruth.com is needed and appreciated. Now, back to today's Stand Up For The Truth with David Fiorazzo.
1: The um, direction for the podcast this morning took a little bit uh, a different slant when I woke up and found that I was banned and and locked out of my account on uh, social media, on Facebook. That's my author page. I still have a personal... Facebook page that seems to be okay. I mean, it's limited. They're suppressing it. People don't see my news feed very often, but at least it's still active and I can post there. So I'm sharing some things that I wasn't planning on, including a quote uh, from one of the chapters in my book, Canceling Christianity. Dr. Francis Schaeffer in 1982 said, that's 1992, that's what, 30 years, 30, almost 30 years ago. We must understand, 40 years ago, (laughs) math, right? Is that right? We must understand something very thoroughly. If the state gives the rights, it can take them away. They're not inalienable. If the state gives rights, they can change and manipulate them. But the Founding Fathers believed there was a Creator and that this Creator gave inalienable rights. That is what has given us the freedoms which we still have. We are losing those freedoms, and we can expect to continue to lose them if this other worldview continues to take increased force and power in our country. Dr. Francis Schaeffer, 1982. Friends, when citizens of a country like ours with the Constitution that we have, that blessed exceptional document handed down by our founders who were imperfect but created an exceptional nation and document and system of government. When cis- citizens of a country are banned from public platforms and their speech is censored, when churches are discriminated against or called non-essential, when immorality and depravity run rampant, and when one party practically owns if not controls the schools, the corporations, the media, and controls the information, including government and the university system. It sure sounds like communism rather than a constitutional republic. It's the opening paragraph in Chapter 12 in my book. Um, what can I say? I It's a badge of honor, friends, and... I, who knows what the next step is, uh, but I am blessed to still have this microphone and, and this podcast for now. I'm re- actually shocked that we haven't been attacked more than we have. So we could use more of your prayers for God's protection and provision. But first and foremost, His will be done. Um, I, I firmly believe, and this is just a personal opinion at the risk of leaning on my own understanding. I believe I've been blessed with the sales of more books because I've been censored, because I've been shut down, because I've been demonetized, uh, because my message has been suppressed on many social media platforms. People don't like censorship. Christians don't like it. Freedom-loving Americans don't like it. There are even a few Democrats that don't like censorship. (laughs) So friends have taken up the baton, and they've been sharing about my book, posting pictures of the cover, putting them on their Facebook page, on their Instagram. I've seen it. They Often they tag me in it. Did I say tag? They tag, am I from Chicago or what? Chicago, Chicago. At least I'm not from Boston in the HABA. I'm not from Boston HABA. What's that commercial? Oh, never mind. Um, from Boston. I just saw it last night. Anyway, your cousin from Boston. I'm. Boy, I'm digressing. It's that strong coffee I had this morning. I was telling I was telling Travis about this coffee I got from a Christian roaster in Wapaka. Wapaca, Wisconsin. It's called, seriously, it's called Black Gold. And oh my goodness, does it pack a punch. It's Christian owned. You can look it up. Uh, Java Jive roasters. Java Jive roasters. They don't even know I'm giving them a plug right now. Maybe I should try to get some free coffee for this deal. This just went around the country. This Java. Even up in Canada, we've got listeners from a couple different countries. And uh, so Java Jive Roasters, tell them uh, Stand Up For The Truth sent you. Uh, but any, where was I? I don't remember. Oh, anyway, I, I, th- I honest, honestly believe I've had to reorder books. I just sent a case of books to someone in Ohio, God bless you, for saying, hey, I'll take a case at 50% off. Uh, retail price. So I shipped out a case to Ohio yesterday. Uh, Someone else contacted me from Fox Cities in Wisconsin. I shipped one to Colorado. Um, Anyway, and a friend from New York. Um, Thank you so much, Brother John. Thank you so much. Um, Friends from different parts of the country ordering books at 50% off. Uh, In other words, I'm selling more books, praise God, even on Amazon, because I've been censored and Christians don't like it. So thank you. It's humbling. God bless you. I really believe in the message of the book. I believe it is biblical. Some would call it political. It is the most political book I've written. Um, But I mean, look at the subtitle, how the left silences churches, dismantles the Constitution and divides our culture. So um, another quote I want to share with you. You might be asking, how have we allowed this to happen in America? Less than 85 years ago, six-time candidate for the Socialist Party of America. His name was Norman Thomas. He is the great-grandfather of Evan Thomas, who was the editor of Time Magazine and Newsweek. Evan Thomas's great-grandfather was a socialist and ran on the Socialist Party of America ticket in presidential campaigns. He said this, The American people will never willingly adopt socialism but under the name of liberalism they will adopt every fragment of the socialist party program until one day America will be a socialist nation without ever knowing how it happened. That was around 85 years ago. Look where we're at today friends. Look at our welfare system. Look at people staying home. There are employers that are, that, that want to hire people. They want people to work for them. There, there's help wanted signs everywhere, but people are home getting a government check when they're able-bodied and they're perfectly able to work or go back to their jobs. They're not going back. They're getting extra unemployment. They're getting benefits. This is, and, and you know, I don't know, I can't blame them. Honestly, if you're 18, 19, 20, 25, And you're getting a check from the government to stay home and not do anything and play video games and whatever else. I I don't I can say I don't blame them. Honestly, what happened to the work ethic? Well, that hasn't been taught. So surprise, surprise. Here we are today. Anyway, I just want to share a little bit more. By the way, the. The chapter right before that, was it's also one of the most important chapters. This is what we're talking about. It's called Beyond Bias, a one-party media big tech conglomerate. And here's where we're at today. I, you know what? I just want to read a little quote from that chapter as well. And I wasn't planning on doing this, but George Orwell stated, you know,
2: 1984.
1: <laughs> um... Whoever controls the image and information of the past determines what and how future generations will think. Whoever controls the information and images of the present determines how those same people will view the past. He who controls the past commands the future. He who commands the future conquers the past. So, in addition to the education system in America, two of the biggest pillars. A progressive propaganda are the liberal media, A.K.A. mainstream media, A.K.A. Democrat media, A.K.A. Uh, m- media activists, and the big tech conglomerate. These news, so-called, and social media giants are, for all practice per- practical purposes, arms of the Democrat National Committee, and you know that very well. You can say, "Nah, I don't believe that," but you know deep down, and you know this is what's happening in America. I don't want to silence anybody on the left. I don't want to silence a Democrat. Let Give them free speech. Help them bury themselves because they can't back up their own arguments. They cannot back up their worldview. It's godless, and it's destroying our country. They can't back it up, so what do they have to do? They have to silence the opposition, the biblical Christian worldview. So I'm speaking at an event tomorrow, and, man, I I now have to completely redo the talk I was going to give and uh, you know the direction it has to take now, right? Back to the pastor's conference, Liberty Pastors, that you're going to encourage your pastor to attend because our time is limited, friends. I don't know how much time we have in this country to be free and to have the speech. By the way, free speech enables us to share the gospel. If you believe the gospel is important, then how it is irresponsible for you to not think that Christians should influence the public square, government, media, education, corporations. And I'll, I'll take it a step further. Some people are just useful idiots, like Stalin had. I mean, there are those who are deceived. Let me be clear. I hope they get informed. I hope, hope they get reached with the full gospel. I hope someone reaches them with the truth. You know that truth is hate to those who hate the truth. Truth is hate. I hope someone reaches them with the full gospel. I really do, those who are deceived. But, uh, you know, friends, oftentimes, you know, what happens is people are so deceived that they cannot see through it. Um, this is where we're at today. They can't see through the deception, it's so thick. So, let me just share a little bit more here um, about the Liberty Pastors Conference. And please share, please share this with, with your pastor. It's an unbelievable uh, training, education training, on s- some of these very important issues. Um, we heard about the compartmentalization of Christianity. We heard about the black-robed regiment. By the way, the website, I think, is danfisherbrr.com. You know what? This is live radio, Dan Fisher. BRR.com. It's either .com or .org. And that's the Black-Robed Regiment. That is the right website, danfisher at brr.com. Please go there and and check it out. If you don't get that DVD, it's amazing. That's our American history, friends. I'll get to that in a minute. Also, we learned about biblical principles of civil government. Did you know that God ordained civil government? Did you know that he ordained the family? He ordained biblical education, meaning those with a biblical Christian worldview are to raise their kids up in the way of the Lord, in the ways of the Lord. And God also ordained government. And, And also we got an overview of America, talked about the separation of church and state. That's a myth. By the way, that brings up another chapter in my book, The Second Biggest Lie in America. What is the second biggest lie? The separation of church and state. Um, so we heard about the Johnson Amendment, going back to 1954, a little American history. The IRS, whats 501C3. Matt Staver from Liberty Council joined us and uh, via video, and he shared some amazing, eye-opening things about how we're going to have a legal battle on our on our hands, friends. Also, Romans 13: Are we to submit to government in an unlimited way in every no matter what government does or says? Is it blind submission? Is it unlimited submission? The answer is absolutely no. And our answers, of course, are not almost never in D.C. Also, we saw the movie Climate Hustle, too, with Kevin Sorbo and Mark Morano. By the way, if you haven't heard that podcast from a few weeks ago we did with Mark Morano from The Climate Depot, go to StandUpForTheTruth.com, and in the search bar, type in Mark Morano, M-O-R-A-N-O, and listen to that podcast. He believes we're going to have a climate lockdown coming our way due to the propaganda about the existential threat about global warming and climate change. It's a threat to the very existence of mankind and the world. And of course, America is one of the biggest problems, right? So they got to take down capitalism. And, and uh, anyway, we'll go to, go to listen to that. Uh, climate Hustle 2, that was a great movie. Kevin Sorbo narrated. Um, Paul Blair also talked about setting the stage for the Great Reset, and a- Alex Newman came in and talked about that very topic. What an amazing—he talked about global government, the climate, and the Great Reset. Dr. James Taylor, you heard a little clip from last segment. He talked about critical race theory. Paul Blair gave an overview on Marxism. Dr. Lee Merritt talked about COVID-19 and the shot, and that's. I think that may be why my page was— um, deactivated on facebook because i shared that post from the facebook page of fairview baptist church edmond oklahoma on facebook last night they posted a the presentation actually from wednesday night on dr lee Merritt's uh, ma'am some information you won't get anywhere watch it while you can what else did we have uh matt staver rick scarborough um I mentioned Dr. James Taylor, uh, Daniel Nevejas, who you just heard a little clip from. By the way, there's a brand new organization, this is Breaking News, called AFS, Abortion-Free States. And you heard a little clip from Daniel Nevejas. He talked about the fact that the pro-life movement is battling the pro-choice, the murdering movement of of human uh, children in the womb and those who are pro-life and want to protect life in the womb from conception, we're just trying to pass little laws here and there, heartbeat bills, which nothing in and of themselves that are bad about that, but they're going to be struck down by either a judge or Democrat legislation. Do you understand, friends? we got to wake up to the fact that this goes back and forth, and it is a money-making business. If abortion was, were to be abolished in America... A lot of people in the pro-choice movement and the pro-life movements would lose their jobs. I'm sorry, I'm sad to be the one to bring you that revelation. Do you understand how it works? It's like he said, it's a political hamster wheel. It goes around and around and around. 1973, Roe v. Wade. What did they say? A woman has a right to legally rip apart a human growing living baby in the womb that can feel pain at some point. But did you know the Latin word for fetus is little one? Also, another translation is offspring. Um, the Bible calls a pregnant woman with child. But we're ripping it out at, since 1973 because, quote, we don't really know when life begins, end quote. Sonograms, ultrasound, medical technology. What's our excuse today, America? America. What's our excuse today? So the point is, the, it goes back and forth. So Washington is not going to fix it, and it's just going to keep going back and forth. So any, anyway, we'll have that interview next Wednesday, I think, <laughs> with Daniel Nevejas. Uh, so that's, that's the Liberty Pastors Conference. Thank you, guys. Um, uh, we're going to get to the Equality Act in just a minute, but go to uh, Dan Fisher's website, Fisher brr.com. Dan grew up in Arkansas. Uh, started He preached his first sermon when he was 16, and he's been in ministry, but he has some great history on his website about the black-robed regiment. Um, just some amazing, some amazing information. I, I just really pray that we can get this information out before it's too late, and I fear that we're getting close, friends. Um, it was the Lutheran pastor. A Lutheran pastor. His name is Peter Muhlenberg who left his Woodstock, Virginia church to lead the 8th Virginia Regiment to war and in the process became a hero of America's War of Independence, a pastor who preached the whole counsel of God and then took off his black preaching robe, grabbed his gun and said, who's with me, men of the congregation, went out and led the 8th Virginia Regiment, and now his statue is in Independence Hall in Washington, D.C., You can see him in pictures with George Washington or caricatures of George Washington. These were men of God who put it all on the line. They weren't just shepherds and teachers of their flock. They were leaders. Um, Jonas Clark, another pastor, he trained and led men of his church in, in his small town to become the famous Lexington Minutemen. You've heard about the Minutemen, right? They stood against the British Redcoats in the churchyard of the Battle at Lexington, April 19, which is my birthday, 1775. So some very important history. We'll talk a little bit more when we come back. Plus, we're going to talk about how the Equality Act, you know it's coming back again. They're going to try it a different way, to ram it through the godless liberals and progressives in Congress. It could change America and the church. Also, if we get to it, doctors raising awareness on ivermectin and uh, hydroxychloroquine. More on Stand Up For The Truth in just a minute. On s- coming up next.
0: Thank you for listening and sharing today's show via StandUpForTheTruth.com podcast. Now, back to Stand Up For The Truth. Here's David Fiorazzo. All
1: right, we're back, and let's jump right into this one here. First of all, let me just share with you the clips I played earlier um, from some of the guests that we're going to have on next week that I interviewed in Oklahoma at the Liberty Pastors Conference, which um, the information you will be getting to your pastor. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I know 90%—let's per- just—all right, I'll be generous. Um, 80% of you will be disappointed when you hear your pastor's response. I'm sorry. I'm trying to prepare you for this. I'm sorry. If you're from Canada, I'm sorry. 80% of you will be disappointed when you tell your pastor about this conference because they don't want to tackle these things, friends. They don't want to address what's going on outside of church walls. And I believe Dietrich, Dietrich Bonhoeffer, who stood up against Hitler and Nazi Germany with one-third of the German pastors, which they did a little too late, but he was hanged, Dietrich Bonhoeffer was, but his one of his famous quotes, silence in the face of evil is itself evil. Not to speak is to speak. Not to act is to act. God will not hold us guiltless. Speak for those who cannot speak for themselves. That includes the unborn, preborn. That includes those who are being censored. That includes those who are being suppressed and discriminated against. And my friends, that's not the LGBT community. They are being the bullies at this point. They have flipped the script. Isn't that interesting? They've played the victim status for a couple decades now. And now Christians are the ones being discriminated against and being bullied. But you don't hear anyone defending Christians, do you? Bible-believing Christians and conservatives, you don't hear people stepping up to the plate to defend them. Anyway, on with the countdown. Um, Alex Newman will be on next Friday. Uh, Dr. James Taylor um, will be on next Friday as well. Next Wednesday, you'll hear from Dan Fisher, Black-Robed Regiment. Also, you will hear hear, um, from Daniel Nevejas and... Uh, Dran Rees uh, from the Salt and Light Council. That will be next Wednesday. Three guests on the podcast next Wednesday, the up for the Truth. So let's talk about this Equality Act real quick. We've talked about it so much, and forgive me for long-term listeners for being redundant, but we've got a really a, a, a new audience. We've got a lot of new listeners from different parts of the country. And uh, shout out, by the way, get a hold of us and let me know where you're listening from. And if you have any questions or comments, Comments at StandUpForTheTruth.com is the email. Comments at StandUpForTheTruth.com. So this is important. Matt Staver at Liberty Council um, said, The greatest attack on freedom I have ever seen, and this is amazing, he's been an attorney, he's been fighting this religious freedom battle for decades. He says, The greatest attack on freedom I've ever seen is the misnamed, quote, Equality Act, end quote. He said, This threatens religious freedom. Speech, privacy, women's rights, and even human life to an extreme that we have never witnessed in America. Churches will be harmed, organizations, religious schools, and people of faith. So he goes on. It says, H.R. 5, the misnamed Equality Act, will target and attack everyone, especially religious people and institutions, with shocking, never-before-seen violations of freedom in America. We think we've seen it all. Brace yourselves, friends. It's coming. The bill passed in the House because it's Democrat-controlled. The Senate is just a few votes away from this godless communist policy from being enacted Matt Staver at Liberty Council calls it the most outrageous and expensive bill ever to come out of Congress. It will be used to force every person to fall in line with the radical LGBTQ agenda or face punishment. What does the plus mean? That means whatever they want to add later. Whatever they want to define or add later on, they're going to make you comply with. They're not going to stop. That's what it means. As the budget bills are moving through Congress, the Democrats will try to slip H.R. 5, S. 393, through the Senate. This is a massive attack on every person. The far-reaching impact of this bill can best be described in this short sentence. What you cannot do respecting race, you will not be able to legally, you will not be able to do legally respecting LGBTQ. This bill guts religious freedom and elevates anything LGBTQ to the nation's top priority, equating them with civil rights? Do you understand that? So maybe even some Democrats that have been silent with this censorship and suppression and you know, big tech bullying and communist policy, maybe even some fair-minded, open-minded, honest Democrats will start raising awareness about this. I, I am not holding my breath. We must fight for our freedom. I'm now I'm not saying all Republicans are angels. Let me just clarify. There are some, ooh, I almost let out a controversial word there. There are some Republicans that are, of course, rhinos in name only. They must be voted out, friends. The establishment, they must be voted out. And I'm not saying elections are the answer. The body of Christ is the answer to reclaim the church and the culture and hopefully get influence, Christian influence, back in our government. But you need elections to do that as far as government because somebody's morality will be legislated. Do you want a godless, moral, relativistic, antichrist legislation to be forced on you or on your kids in schools or on corporations or on public? You know, square policy, or do you want a more conservative, Christian, um, free, freedom-based legislation? Then, you know, vote for the right people. But please vote. Um, Biological men will have access to women's restrooms if the Equality Act is rammed through. Locker rooms, dressing rooms, showers, nursing mother rooms, because, of course, they believe that uh, a man can have a baby right? There can be pregnant men, right? That's some of the, That's behind this. That's part of it. Yes, it's moral relativism. Yes, it's godless. Yes, it eliminates the Christian worldview by saying God is not the creator and his creation of male and female, and then God establishing the family and Jesus um, defining marriage between one man and one woman. That's all out the door because that's in the Bible. That's the Christian worldview. Kick it out. It's gone. They don't believe in that, so it must be rejected and now suppressed and here comes the Equality Act. Here's more. Churches and religious establishments would be forced to host same sex ceremonies. They could not say no. We're talking fines, church shutdowns, or prison time. They would lose their tax exempt status for non compliance. Religious schools will be forced to hire staff involved in the LGBTQ conduct, proudly, and give them access to children in schools private schools, religious institutions, and churches. Did you hear me? Churches and religious colleges will, use, will lose tax exemption and accreditation if they do not bow to this radical agenda. On overnight trips with children, including sports or missions, you will not be able to have separate sleeping arrangements based on biology. Now, of course, the transgender agenda must be freely Enforced. From kindergarten, children will be taught that they can choose their gender and will be encouraged to experiment with each other sexually. Well, they already are, right? But they're just going to make this completely legal, so you can't resist it. Non-compliant websites, emails, and social media will be shut down. (laughs) Hello? Employers uh, will have to pay for abortion and LGBTQ drugs and surgeries on the youngest of kids and sometimes without parental consent. There's so much more. So in the last two years, this battle was won by conservatives and Republicans and Christians by stopping this bill in the Senate, but H.R. 5 is back. Target the Senate. Every vote counts. This year, um, you've got to raise awareness about this, friends. It's happening. Let's see. Oh, the Q in H.R. 5, queer. That will even protect pedophilia. 20 years ago, we thought, no way. Jose, not in America. <laughs> wow. Listen to what they say, this act, says about minor, quote, minor attracted persons. You ready? No one chooses to be emotionally and sexually attracted to children or adolescents. In other words, it's not their fault that they like, like 7 year olds Attraction to children becomes a central part of their identity. Minor attracted people are not dangerous or deviants. I got to stop right there. My blood's starting to boil. I hope uh, I hope yours. Is, at least you're getting upset about this enough to do something. Pray, but we must take action. Prayer is wonderful, but we must take action. So the article I couldn't get to: Doctors raise awareness on ivermectin treatment for COVID-19. This is over at the Epic Times, and uh, medical experts they're holding worldwide events Saturday to raise awareness about other treatments. Organizers of World Ivermectin Day. That's actually a thing. World Ivermectin Day say doctors and supporters of the inexpensive FDA-approved drug. By the way, this genetic therapy they're calling a vaccine, it's not FDA-approved. This Ivermectin is FDA-approved. They're just not promoting it as a treatment. Why? So they can enforce masking and the shot. Do you understand how it works? Treatments. People have died because these treatments of hydroxychloroquine, zinc, vitamin D, and Ivermectin, they have not been Promoted to save lives because you got to do what the government says and the the World Economic Forum and the United Nations and Bill Gates and Anthony Fauci. All right, I'm not going to get to this. I'm running out of time. I've got like a minute and a half. But there's some nonprofits, including Frontline COVID 19 Critical Care, that's FLCCC Alliance, um, and others. They're they're trying to have this event Saturday. Let me just give you the title of the article and you can look it up on Epic Times. Doctors raise awareness on ivermectin treatment for COVID-19. Doctors raise awareness on ivermectin treatment for COVID-19. And please go to the Fairview Baptist Church Facebook page. Wednesday night, Dr. Lee Merritt gave a presentation that you will want to see before they take it down. Again, if you're just joining me, I've already been banned on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash David Fiorazzo. Um, I, I've been, what do they call it? My Your account has been deactivated. No warning, no explanation. It was just deactivated because I've been sharing about my book, Canceling Christianity, and I think the straw that broke it was the other night. It, in fact, it's still on my page. You can see my page. I just can't post on it anymore. It says, wow, have you heard her presentation? And it's Fairview Baptist Church of Edmond, Oklahoma, saying Dr. Lee Merritt. Dr. Lee Merritt. That's her presentation. Um... Edmund, Oklahoma, and three people. I've got like what six, seven, thousand people on that page that, that follow me, and three people saw it, and then they shut it down my page for now. At least they didn't delete my account. I'm an optimist. at least they didn't delete my account. If you go to please go to my author, pastor, radio, host, Facebook page, and share some of the information on there, including my book. it's still it's still doing well um, on Amazon, I think, This is showing me how much people hate discrimination and censorship and suppression of free speech. Friends, the body of Christ has helped. My book is still in the top ten in a couple categories on Amazon. Uh, I think one is censorship and the other one is political freedom. One of them might be religious persecution, but it's still doing relatively well, surprisingly, and that's only because of you sharing it, because I can't anymore. I share little bits and pieces here and there, but it's hidden from timelines. Even I put something on Instagram. But I appreciate your help. Again, if you want to buy a case of books at 50% off, contact me or I'll give you the information from my publisher. And uh, comments at standupforthetruth.com. Comments at standupforthetruth.com. Thank you guys so much. Um, we'll let you know who's on the show next week. I already gave you a little heads up, a little teaser. But we'll uh, wrap up this segment and this week. Oh, man, so much going on. More coming up in just a minute. Thanks.
0: Stand Up for the Truth, a ministry of Lakeshore Communications Incorporated. Keep the discussion going on social media, Stand Up WI on Facebook and Twitter. Now we wrap up today's Stand Up for the Truth.
1: All right, friends, have a great weekend. Uh, Coming up next week, man, you're going to love some of our guests that we are going to have, including Neil Mammon of EBLM, Every Black Life Matters. Also, Greg Smalley from Focus on the Family talking about marriage and family. And next Wednesday, you will hear from Dan Fisher and a couple other people i mentioned earlier tim thompson he's a pastor in california resisting the godlessness in public schools you'll hear from him and jb hickson next friday he did a phenomenal presentation the last two weeks you might want to look at not by works ministry to get a little heads up but thank you guys have a great weekend god bless you and as always keep speaking the truth about things that matter